Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Hello, welcome back, everyone. I'm Jonathan Bedner host of What the Wealth. This is the 49th episode. This podcast is designed to help you go from financial confusion to financial confidence. In this episode, we're going to talk about estate planning. And this is a touchy subject for people. And I don't, well, I think I know why. A lot of times it's because the idea is that it'll never happen to us or it's too expensive to do estate planning or we don't need it until we're in our 80s. And the reality is everybody needs an estate plan and you need it way sooner than you think. So we all create these excuses on reasons why we don't need to do a proper estate plan. And we all have a myriad of reasons. The top three that I just mentioned, I hear quite frequently, but that's not an excuse. And I can't stress enough the importance of a proper estate plan. You just have to have it. When doing financial planning, I think there are five big risks in retirement, behavior, taxes, withdrawal strategy, inflation, and longevity, how long we're going to live. And in the longevity section is where I start to have conversations around estate planning. Recently, I had a conversation with a client who unfortunately did not have estate planning documents in order. And the spouse of this client called and said, Hey, Jonathan, Mr. And well, this was actually Mr. Spouse calling me. Hey, Jonathan, Miss Spouse is in intensive care unit and is comatose. And we, I don't know what the outlook is. I'm hopeful that she makes a turn around in her health and that she's able to come back, but I need to start preparing. And unfortunately, in this situation, there was no proper estate planning. So our hands are really tied on what we can do. And that starts to put pressure on the the other spouse or other family members that are left in charge of handling affairs. And so it is extremely important I cannot stress enough how important it is to have an estate plan. Essentially, if if you're of legal age, if you're 18 years old or older, you need to have an estate plan. But particularly when when people count on you, a spouse, children, grandchildren, when there's someone else that is under your care, then it is extremely important that you have some sort of documentation on for your estate plan. Now, people my age think that, you know, I'm invincible. I don't need it. You know, we're going to live to be 80. And when we're 80, then we'll, then we'll get it. And the reality is you never know when you find yourself in ICU or some sort of dependent care and you can't make decisions for yourself. And that's when you're going to need this the most. So it's, again, it's utterly important that you have an estate plan. So let's talk about the four basic documents 
that you need in an estate plan. Now, this is just kind of frontline defense. There are other estate planning documents that you could potentially utilize that we're not going to talk about today. Today, I'm just going to talk about the four basic estate planning documents that you absolutely must have. And when you become a client of mine at Paradigm Wealth Partners, and we go through the financial planning process, we are talking about this first and foremost, 99% of the time. There's usually some other questions that get answered around, you know, retirement planning, am I doing the right thing? And some, some of those kind of high level questions. But once someone says, hey, Jonathan, we're ready to move forward and take action with you. What's next? This is one of the first things we cover. And my question is always, do you have proper estate planning documents? And it's a very simple answer. Yes or no. Sometimes there's a yes, but it's been five years since we've looked at them, or it's been 10 years, so we may need to update. But usually it's a black and white yes or no. Again, 95% of the time, the answer is no. So when we move forward with this, we bring in an expert to help kind of draft these estate planning documents. And the reason that you do that is because the laws are different in every state. And so it's important to have someone that understands the specific laws but is also understanding of just how we interact as humans and knowing how different family dynamics come into play. Sometimes it's important having a person draft these documents versus some sort of do-it-yourself option. And there are do-it-yourself options out there, but I tend to, to utilize an estate planning attorney to help draft these. And the thought that these documents are very, very expensive and so you know, I just can't afford to do it. It's such a, a, a misnomer. It's just not true. You can actually get very good estate planning documents relatively inexpensively compared to the cost of what it would do if, if you don't have these and how hard that actually makes those that are actually kind of doing the care for you. So again, back to these four essential estate planning documents that are imperative for combating longevity risk in the five big risks to retirement. The first one is a will. This is a simple document that says, should something happen to me, this is where my assets should go. I want my spouse to get this. And if my sp spouse should predecease me, then I want my kids or grandkids or these charities or these people to get these things. And so this is just a, a very basic document that kind of spells out, if something happens to you, who gets your assets and who's in charge of making sure that the probate process is completed, who's in charge of making sure that assets get moved from your estate to uh, wherever they should go. And the person that is in charge of that is called the executor. So that is the first document. The second document that you'll want is healthcare directives or, or, or a living will. So this is a document that says how you want care in a health situation. Should you not be able to make choices for yourself? Do you want to be put on a ventilator? Do you want us to perform medical care for as long as we can to keep you alive as long as we can? 
You know, do you want to donate organs? You know, what kind of, of decisions do you want made revolving around your health care? And so if you name these ahead of time using healthcare directives or living well, then when you're in a state of mind that you can actually make these decisions now and you've and you're comfortable making decisions, then you can state what you want so that you're not having to force someone else to make these decisions. You're saying, no, I do not want to be put on a ventilator or, you know, yes, I do want, you know, life-sustaining treatment for as long as you think it is possibility that I could come back and have a life that I'm accustomed to after my, you know, traumatic health uh, event. And by making these, and you're you're kind of making these decisions in advance should something happen in the future. And again, that's kind of preventing someone else from having to make these decisions in the future. And that's very important because if someone else has to make these decisions in the future, then it is very stressful for them. They are worried about, it, it just becomes hard to make an objective decision. You've got emotions tied into it. And it is very, very emotional, high stressful time. So usually having some sort of healthcare directive or living will is really, really helpful in, in times of you know a healthcare crisis. The next uh, document you're going to need is a healthcare power of attorney. Now, this is someone that allows a document that allows doctors to talk to a certain person, and that person can make healthcare decisions based on your wishes. But that person or that document is essential for, you know, having someone to be kind of the point person of the healthcare decision. So for, for me and my wife, we actually did not do the healthcare directives and we are leaving it up to each other to make those decisions. Now, over time, that might change and we might get real specific using the healthcare directives. But for now, we are actually just using the healthcare power of attorney to say, you know, if something happens to me, Jonathan, Becky has full authority to make whatever decision she uh, is presented or whatever, you know, here's the situation, you know, here are your options. And Becky has full authority to make whatever decision she needs to make to the best of her ability. And so that's what we're choosing to do. But if you know specifically, you know, that you want to donate organs, then you can use that healthcare directive to say, yes, I want to be an organ donor. And then that prevents Becky from even having to, to answer those questions. It's just done. So that's that's the other third important document, having a healthcare power of attorney, someone that the doctors can talk to, someone that, you know, you can go get medical records for for the patient, anyone that can, or uh, anything that kind of comes up health related, that person is going to be in charge. And it doesn't have to be the same person that's the executor of the will. It could be a totally different person. The fourth document that you're going to need is a financial power of attorney. This is someone that can access bank accounts, investment accounts, you know, pay your bills. This is a power of attorney that helps a person that is incapacitated or can't uh, make decisions because they can't perform, you know, two of the six daily activities that they may be able to kind of step in and take advantage of the financials. And again, doesn't have to be the same person as a healthcare power of attorney or even the executor. Sometimes it's the same person as the executor, but it doesn't have to. These can all be different people if that's your wish. They could also 
all be the same if that's what you're comfortable doing. But this person is going to be in charge of um, all the financials, which is obviously different than someone that's in charge of all the healthcare decisions. And again, could be the same person, but you want a financial power of attorney that's one set up for healthcare, the other one is set up for finances. These four documents are an absolute must have. And if you don't have them, then it is something that you should focus on in the first quarter of 2022, finding someone that can help get this implemented for you. Again, you you never think it's going to happen to you. And then all of a sudden something happens. And if you don't have these documents on file, it makes it very, very difficult for, for people to, to provide money or health decisions relating towards your care or even just continuing life for your family if they can't access the money. So very, very, very important that you get this done. If you have not done this, I encourage you by the end of the first quarter of 2022 to find someone that can do this. If you don't and and you need help with this, reach out to me, Jonathan at whatthewealth.com, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at whatthewealth.com. And I can help you navigate this. This is part of my financial planning process, but this is something that is very, very important. Everyone must do. So if you've got questions or you need help trying to find the right partner to help you with your estate planning documents, I'd, I'd be happy to point you in the right direction. So thanks again for listening to this, this episode 49, which talks about the importance of state estate planning documents. The goal of this podcast is always to help you be financially confident. If you've got questions, again, reach out to Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.